Hey everyone, welcome to Omega Voice, our podcast led by Apostle Andrew Asari, the presiding apostle of Omega Churches and senior pastor of Omega Church Center. Thank you for joining us today. Wherever you are listening from, we hope that this message inspires and encourages your faith. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for your many blessings uh, of this week. And we thank you for the renewal of strength, for they that wait upon you shall renew your strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall not even faint in every way. Lord, we come and we say that you bless the season of the fast and bless our energies and bless our strength in every way in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare that even in this service and this part of the service, that the sound of my voice, every rule and dominion and throne and principality and power and every destructive spirit and divertive spirit and warring spirit against the mind and the hearts of your people will be crushed and bound and neutralized, expelled, dispelled out of this place. In Jesus' name, we welcome the anointing of the spirit upon our spiritual understanding and spiritual eyes and that our hearts will be uh, quickened, O God, to receive your word and get into the realms you want us to be as a people and as your church. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Uh, we've been sharing on uh, what, were you, what, were we, what did we discuss last week? The need for revelation. And um, I want us to see what revelation brings. We spoke about revelation, the need for it, the need for revelation. And we, um, the, the, importance, the important thing I want us to understand and take away from this whole thing is that the, the, your, your salvation, your relationship with God, your relationship with God depends on revelation. When we say something is revealed, it means that the thing is first covered or hidden. And if it's revealed, then it's uncovered or exposed. Now, how many of you ever see, have seen God? Have you ever seen God? Who has seen God before? But we know God's alive, right? But we don't see him, right? So it takes revelation. He's there, but we don't see him. So it takes an unveiling. It takes our spiritual understanding and our spiritual eyes to see him as he is. So your, your life depends, your spiritual life depends on revelation. The church is built on revelation. Jesus came to uh, Matthew 16 in, in Caesarea Philippi. He was asking the disciples the big multi-billion dollar question. Who do people say I am? Some people say, you're... John the Baptist, you are Elias. Some people said different things. You are one of the prophets. But Peter says that, but you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And he says that, wow, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this, did not expose this, did not uncover you. So to even know who the Christ is, you need revelation. It depends on revelation. It depends on the Father. So you see that the Father himself brings revelation. But my Father in heaven revealed this to you. So the Father brings revelation. And he says, upon this rock, you are Peter, Petrus. And upon this rock, upon this rock, Petrus and Petra. You know, Petrus is Peter, a little rock. Petra is the solid rock. So you are Peter, Petrus. But upon this rock, Petra, the solid rock, I will build my church. That solid rock that he's talking about is the revelation. Upon this revelation, upon what you confess, upon what you declared, uh, 
That is the revelation. That is the Petra. That is the solid rock. And upon that revelation rock of ages, the rock of ages, I will build my church. So Jesus himself is the revelation. He is the revelation. And the word of God is the revelation. In fact, if you read the original text, uh, what it says in John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Same, in the beginning was with God. And um, so in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was. So that word which is God is the same word which is revealed to us. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the original says, in the beginning was the revelation. And the revelation was with God. And the revelation was God. So this whole thing that we are dealing with, if we ever be in contact with God and know him as we should know him, see him as we should see him, believe him as we should believe him, and uh, trust him as we should trust him, relate with him as we should relate with him, we need revelation within our own failing by the Spirit of God and by the Father and by Jesus himself, who he is and who they are and how we can relate to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And so the Father brings revelation. Jesus brings revelation. Amen. Jesus says, I'll send a comforter and he will show you things to come. So the Holy Spirit also brings revelation. Jesus says, by of me, I salve that you will anoint your eyes. Amen. That you will see. Revelation chapter 3 verse 18. By of I counsel thee to buy of me, I salve to anoint your eyes. Amen, that you will see. Praise God. Eye salve. Eye salve is some kind of ointment that helps you to see clearly. Yeah, clearly. So he says, buy of me eye salve, a spiritual ointment to anoint your spiritual eyes that you will see. See what? See Jesus. See Jesus. You know, Paul says that I may know him and the power of his spirit. He already knew him, but he said that I may know him. So revelation is progressive. God uncovers things to us about who he is, about his plans and purposes for us, and about his, his, his mind and heart um, bit by bit. Not all at once. Amen? Not all at once. You don't entrust things to your children all at once. You, you know, you, that's how you raise your kids, right? You show them things bit by bit as they grow up. So God shows us things bit by bit about himself, about ourselves, about his plans and purposes for us. And all comes through revelation. He reveals to us progressively thing bit by bit. Praise God. Praise God. Does that make sense? So let us look at some of the results of revelation. I, I, I'm passionate about this because I've been teaching this for many, many years. And I believe that spiritual growth hinges on this kind of message. That's, that's my zeal. That's my passion. I believe that spiritual growth uh, hinges on knowing who God is, the Father is, the Son is, the Holy Spirit is, and how the Holy Spirit brings the unveiling of the Word of God and the application of the Word of God uh, in our lives. That is, that's, our whole spiritual life depends on it. The church is founded on revelation. Your life is founded on revelation. And it will take revelation to take you to, to heaven. Praise God. There are a few things that uh, we will look at today that Revelation brings. We are not doing the same thing. We are doing part two. Amen? Amen. I said we are doing part two. Pastor Ma, we are doing part two, not, 
the same thing. I will read some of the same scriptures. Okay, okay, guys, sometimes we repeat, right? But we are not repeating, we are just going further. Amen? First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, 10, 11. And, okay, let's start reading from verse 9, we go on. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither entered into the heart of man, the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. God has prepared so many things for us that we need to know. But it will not connect with physical eyes, physical hearing, or the physical heart that pumps our blood. The physical heart. You know, it's spiritual. So Paul says, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of revelation. He reveals the the great things that eyes have not seen or ears heard or entered into the heart of man. But God hath revealed unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. So, the first thing we need to understand is that revelation brings to us the deep things of God. If we have to understand the deep things of God, we will have to have revelation. Revelation releases us into our spiritual maturity, our spiritual growth. To know more about God directly connects with your growth. It means you are maturing. It means you are growing. You know, getting to know more things, getting to comprehend more things, appreciate more things, more blessings. You know, when somebody is born as a baby, it's born into the royal family, that person is a prince, right? Or a princess. That, that child grows up and the child is two years old and three years old. She'll be told or he'll be told he's a prince or princess. But he won't appreciate all that a prince or princess. He, he cannot even uh, comprehend the fact that the whole of the United Kingdom is under him, plus all the Commonwealth nations, including Canada. <laughs> you know, he, he will probably not uh, comprehend the magnitude. He could be told, but he probably doesn't know what all these things are about, the boundaries and the resources and, uh, and the people and the culture. But as he grows... He begins to understand the, the depths and, and, the, and, the, and the magnitude and the seriousness of this whole thing called prince or princess. So, the deep things of God are revealed to us as we grow in revelation. We begin to understand certain, um, certain depths of God's grace, God's authority, God's dominion, God's wisdom, God's message, God's kindness. All the things that we know before, we begin to comprehend in a greater and deeper measure what they, they mean to us. Amen? Our salvation begins to uh, register more what it means to us. The mercy of God, the grace of God, the love of God, the protection of God, uh, the, the, the healings and the deliverances of God. Our plan, the God's plans and purpose and, and our, uh, God's destiny for us begins to be unveiled uh, better and better and deeper and deeper. For us. So revelation brings to us the deep things of God. How many of you want to go deeper with God? Amen. Not just, um, not just 
surface, not just surface. <laughs> I like the beach, but I don't swim. It, you know, I swim, but I don't swim. <laughs> when we go into the deep, the Bible says that for those who go into the deep of the oceans, they see the wonders of God. Do you remember that in Psalms? Yeah, so if we want to see the wonders of God and see and appreciate the good things and the great things of God, we have to go into the deep seas and deeper and deeper into God. How many of you want to grow? You want to grow? Say amen. If you want to grow, say amen. Okay, let's go to the last book of the Bible called the book of Revelation in chapter 3 and reading from verse number 15 to 20. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God Almighty. Glory, glory to the Lord God Almighty. Revelation chapter 3, verse 15. And I know that works that are neither hot nor cold. I would spew you out of, if I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods, and have no need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thy eyes with eyes salve, that thou mayest see. Praise God. So Revelation brings to us the true, look at verse 18, the true riches of God, the true gold that we need to have. Amen? And the true, true apparel. Well, not this, not the two-piece suit or three-piece suit or not all the family's money that we spend on the clothes, but it is the real apparel, white raiment that thou mayest be what? Clothed, that your nakedness do not appear, and anoint thy eyes to find out that thou mayest see. See Jesus, see his glory, see his protection, see his covering, and see his true riches and, and wealth that he has in store for you. So, so there's an apparel for you. There are true riches for you. There, it's a revelation of who Jesus is that you can only get into that blessing when you have your spiritual eyes anointed to see. That's revelation. Amen? Number two, revelation provides life. Revelation provides what? Life and health. Proverbs chapter 4 and reading verse 20 to 22 Amen. Proverbs 4, reading from verse 20 to 22. Are you with me? My son, attend unto my words, incline thy ear unto my saying. You have to understand the parallel here. Solomon wrote this many, many years back, about maybe six, seven hundred years before Paul also penned his revelation down in 1 Corinthians 2. But he, there's a parallel here that Solomon is saying, my son, attend unto my words, incline thy ear unto my saying. Paul says, what eyes have not seen or ears heard or entered into the heart of man. So there's the visual, there's the audio, and there, there is the, 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 the part of, of the revelation. The point of revelation is when the word of God sinks deep into your heart and settles into your heart. That's the realm of revelation. You, are, you never get a revelation until your heart, your spirit, is connected with the Word of God. That's the time that the Word of God begins to be active, productive, creative, 
brings the wonders of God, the miracles of God, the grace of God, and the blessings of God. So you see the power here. It says, Attend unto my words, incline thy ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thy what? eyes. What eyes have not seen, ears what? heard. So you see how the word of God jives um, and fits together like a jigsaw. And these are authors who didn't see each other at all. They lived in different millenniums and centuries. But they all said the same thing because the Spirit of God was given witness. So let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. It's as though Solomon and Paul, you know, agreed to say something here. So, but for they are like those that find them and health to all their flesh. So revelation will give to us life and what? Health. Revelation provides life and health. John 6, 63, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God. When we receive the revelation of the word of God, that means our spiritual eyes are open, our spiritual understanding are activated, it's, uh, our spiritual understanding is activated, and the word of God gets into our heart, and that's the point of revelation. The word of God will produce life, and the word of God will produce health to all our flesh. It's like, you know, the American standard says that the word of God is like a medicine bottle. The word of God. You go to the medicine chest. How many of you have medicine chest in your house? Or first aid box? So you have a first aid box, right? And some medicines in there. So if somebody has a cough or cold or, or, or something like that, you go to the first aid box and you cash in some capsules. Hmm? When we were growing up, all our mothers were all doctors. <laughs> they know. They know what to prescribe at any given time. You know, mothers are wonderful people. Amen. Yeah, they shake it first. They shake it. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, drink, drink, drink. And how they are able to even diagnose what you need. It's, you know, I grew up to find out that, wow, God took care of us because you had to do so many years of medical school to be able to come out with the right... Uh, diagnosis, prognosis, and these ladies, <laughs> God really defended us. God is our defense. Say, God is our defense. You know, so, yeah, the word of God is medicine bottle. So you go to the medicine bottle, and you get the medicine, and you take it in. But you must take it in. If you don't take it in, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for you. You cannot, um, when I'm not well, and I'm in pain, I cannot go and stand beside Pastor Ama and touch my body with her body shoulder to shoulder and say, take the medication and then it will travel through my body. It doesn't work that way. I got to take it myself. Amen? When she takes it, it doesn't work. It won't transfer to my... Every one of you, every one of us must study the Word of God, meditate in the Word of God, and we must allow the Word of God to, to settle deep into our hearts. And then it will begin to produce life and health. Third John verse 2, <clears throat> you know, Third John verse 2 says that, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. The health 
and the prosperity depends on the soul prosperity, and the soul prosperity depends on the Word of God. How much of the Word of God do you know? How much of the Word of God is revealed to you? How much of the Word of God has been eternalized? Anytime you see heart, spirit, soul, the Word of God is talking about eternalizing all. Am I? Is my accent okay? Internal. Yeah, internal, not external. Eternal, external. So eternal. When you see soul and spirit, then you, God is dealing with the eternal part. Eternalize, internalize what God is saying. So spiritually speaking, the word of God must be within you. Scripture says in Colossians 3 verse 16, that let the word of God dwell in you richly. That word of God dwell where? In you richly. It must be, that means it must be on your mind and it must be in your spirit. The eternal part of you. There are three parts of you. Every human being is a trapatite personality or trapatite being. You know, you are not a split personality. You're a child of God, you're not a, I'm not talking about split personality here or multiple personality. But you're a trapatite being, a triune being. You are a spirit, you have a soul. It's like the word of God produces health, the word of God produces healing, deliverance, and all the things that we need. And it, it, that's revelation. That's what revelation produces, brings to us. Amen. So let's go on. Number three. Number three. Revelation brings an unveiling of things to come. John sixteen twelve to 15. Revelation brings about an unveiling of things to come, reveals things to come. Jesus says that I have so many things that I got to tell you, but I can't tell you right now. I can't show those things to you now. But when I go to the Father, I'm going to bring the Comforter or send the Comforter. When I send the Comforter and he comes to you, he will show you things to come. He will show you things that you, you have not known. He will receive of mine and show them to you, and he will show you things to come. Holy Spirit. See, when you know the Bible... You can interpret the times and the seasons. When you know what the Bible says about every, every season, every dispensation, you can, you can know what's coming. The Bible always tells us what's coming. In every season, in every time, in every dispensation, the Bible will show you and tell us what's coming. We, we can tell what's coming because of what the Bible says. You know, we, we are not surprised by hurricanes, earthquakes, outbreaks, and so on. We are not surprised by that because the Bible said these things will happen. So when we have a revelation of the word of God, we can have a perception of what's, what's coming. And also the Holy Spirit even will, will give us a projection of what's coming. What's coming. Amen. And then number four to number ten is all in Ephesians 1 and there are some parallels. Um, these things... I was hoping and trusting and believing that you will read these things by yourself, but it's also um, important when we discuss it, these things together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, let's try. Let's go to number four. Ephesians. Are you in Ephesians 1 already? Ephesians chapter 1. Okay, Ephesians 1, verse 15. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks to you, making mention of you in my prayers. As a pastor, I do what Paul does all the time. Amen. I make mention of you in my prayers all the time, unceasingly, and giving God thanks for you. 
give God thanks for all our churches in Omega, wherever they are, um, back home, around the world, all those who connect with us. Make mention of you in my prayers and giving thanks. Amen. So I do that all the time. That What kind of prayers that Paul prayed for Ephesians church? He says, The God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now say, re, not, say wisdom and, not, and, and, and revelation in the knowledge of, of him. Okay, who is the him referring to? God, yeah. Wherefore, because in verse 15 he says, Wherefore I also after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and the love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks to make mention of you in my prayers. So the revelation of who the Father is, who Jesus is, and who the Holy Spirit himself, the spirit of revelation is. Amen. So for us to get a knowledge of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we need the Holy Spirit to give us revelation. Revelation knowledge. So we just don't need a theoretical knowledge or a theological knowledge or natural human knowledge of who God is. So many people, um, they try to use their own natural human mind to interpret God and to try to tell us who God is, whether God is alive or God is not dead or God, and tell us all kinds of ways that you can worship God. You can't worship God in, in your own human thinking or the human thinking of somebody else, or somebody's philosophy, or somebody's ethics, or somebody's culture. You can reach God through culture, or ethics, or philosophy, or psychology, or psychiatry. <laughs> Alright? You can reach God through culture, through tradition, and through philosophy. You can only reach God through revelation. Not what somebody, God, God is not interpreted by what somebody thinks. God can only be interpreted by what God thinks and what God reveals by his spirit. That's how you, we reach God. That's how we connect with God. It's by revelation. The knowledge of God comes by the revelation. So revelation gives to us knowledge of God. The, re, the, the revelation knowledge of God. Amen? But it also brings to us wisdom. And this is very important. Wisdom. The word of God brings to revelation brings to us wisdom. Wisdom here, wisdom here actually speaks of how, the how to apply. You, when you get, when you have knowledge, that knowledge is no good until you apply the knowledge. Until the knowledge is put together to make things work for your benefits. All right? If you study all the weather patterns and everything and you, you sit at home with that knowledge and then we are sitting here in Brampton and hurricane comes to blast us and evacuate all of us and you didn't tell us. All the years you spent at school is useless. You had knowledge and you didn't use it. You apply it. So we didn't get any benefit of what you studied. So wisdom is the application of knowledge. The spirit of wisdom. So the Holy Spirit himself will really grant you the creativity, the ability uh, to bring all the pieces of revelation that God has in his promises and in his word, to bring them together and to, and to, to act on faith, to, to release them and act on, on them practically. 
Wisdom gives you the ability to act practically in ways that will bring benefit, in ways that will bring profit, in ways that brings creative things, that creates things that will benefit us. That's wisdom. It's the application of knowledge. Amen. So the spirit, we need both the spirit of wisdom and spirit of revelation. When we don't have wisdom, we cannot apply the word of God practically for our benefit. Thank you, Jesus, forevermore. Hallelujah. Number five. I guess I'll stop at number five. And we'll continue later on if God leads us into that. Because there are about ten things that we need to do. And sometimes when I rush through the message, we don't get a full benefit. What this whole thing is about. No, the spirit of wisdom. So say revelation brings to me the spirit of wisdom. The ability to apply, say, the knowledge of God's word to my benefit and the benefit of others. Okay, so let's look at verse 18. Verse 18, spiritual enlightenment. Spiritual enlightenment. Revelation brings to us spiritual enlightenment. It says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know. Ye may know what is the hope of your calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. We are now getting into the, into the real thing now. And uh, spiritual enlightenment. We have to be enlightened spiritually. Last week I was telling you, I don't know how many of you agree though, but last week I was telling you that I believe that, you know, high school students of this generation are smarter than Galileo, who was a great scientist in his time. Galileo, who gave us the, mic, mic, the telescope. So he was one of the first guys to see the stars and to see some of the constellations and all those things. He gave us the telescope. Smart guy, right? He applied all the laws of physics and he was able to put that together. But I believe that high school students today are smarter than that guy. I believe that high school students are greater philosophers than Plato and Socrates and uh, Aristotle. And I believe the word of God. I believe the word of God. God is God. He's not a philosopher. He's God. And this is his word. And I have the mind of Christ. The mind of the anointing. Christ means the anointed one. Or the anointing. Or the Messiah. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of the anointing. Not Socrates. Not Aristotle. I have the mind of the anointing. The mind of the Messiah. The mind of the Savior. Healer. Deliverer. Hallelujah. Yeah, well, those two, we are told that those guys were great thinkers. Well, okay, fine. But they are great thinkers right now, right now in high school who think, you know, deeper also. Because of information that's made accessible, because of so many books that are written, because of so much research, they know some things, you know. They know some things. <laughs> when S. Joe was in, in primary school, she was doing some things that I did in high school. I, I was quiet. I didn't say it. Because when I said it, you begin to think she's smarter than I am. 
But you see, things progress and things evolve. Amen? Things progress and things evolve. But that, those are natural information and natural enlightenment. People are smart today. People are enlightened today. By the time they get out of university first degree, they are so smart, they are so informed, they know so many things. By the time they do their master's and get into their PhD, philosophy. PhD, philosophy. And get to philosophize all the you know, pieces of information. and all. They become so smart. It is great because it makes our life better. Isn't that wonderful? That we have smart people in our society. Amen. And they bring a lot of in, information to us, solution to us, applications of so many things that are of good benefit to us. But then, but then we don't just have to rest on natural knowledge and enlightenment. We have to be spiritually enlightened as well. We have to be spiritually what? Enlightened. Because we, do, we just don't live in a natural world. We live in a spiritual world too. So we need to have spiritual understanding, spiritual perception of who God is, of who the Father is, the Son is, the Holy Spirit is, who the angels are, what happens in heaven, what's the plan of God for you, who are the demons, what is Satan, what are his tricks, what are his, his devices, what is he up to. We need spiritual enlightenment, spiritual enlightenment. And revelation brings all these things to us into the palm of our hands. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, let's stand on our feet and pray over what we've heard today. I hope it was, um, it was helpful to you. But there's so much in store for us, so much in store for us. Can you lift your hands and be thankful to God today? Praise God. Hallelujah for whatever you heard. Mende brohosan da brohosan brohosin de brohoskende ne mama maso broyande steke brohosta la broho manterene. Here's what we are praying about. Keep praying, keep praying. But here's what we are praying about. Pray that God will give you revelation and bring you into the deep things of God, into the deep things of God. What eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, nor entered into the heart of man. There are deep things of God. That there are wonderful things that God has prepared for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pray that God will bring you into a deeper fellowship and deeper communion with him. And your, your relationship with God will grow, will grow, will grow. A deeper revelation of the person of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The holy angels, the realms of the Spirit. Satan, demons. A deeper understanding of the spiritual world. Revelation produces life and health. Pray that, Lord, pray that the Lord will keep you in good health. Good health. Give you life. Longevity. Everybody pray for longevity. Pray for protection. Protection from danger. From, from peril. Protection from sudden sickness. Sudden deaths. Protection from accidents. Accidents at home. Accidents in the, on, the, on the roads. Accidents at work. Pray for health. Come on, get busy. Pray for health. Pray for longevity. Pray for protection for yourself, for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones. Pray for life. Pray for health. You can have life, but if you don't have health, you are still limited. Pray for life and health. Come on, get busy. Let's all pray for life and health. Protection. 
from any sudden sickness, sudden deaths, accidents, mishaps, dangers. Pray for yourself. Pray for the family you represent. Moje, Moroti, Sebrian, the Brekestone, the Brekre, the Big Becky, Brady, and then the Briento, Stain, the Brian, the Keto. Pray for life and health in the name of Jesus. But ask God to give you revelation of the word. That the word of God will produce that life and health in your life in the name of Jesus. Pray that God will show you things to come, things to come, and unveil things to come. Will break the cap off of, of things that you need to know. You need to know in your life, you need to know in your family, you need to know in the world around you through the knowledge, through the eyes and the lenses of the word of God, through the lenses of the word of God, given to us by the, by the spirit of revelation, by the Holy Spirit, show us things to come. Let's pray for the spirit of wisdom, the ability to apply the revelation knowledge of God. Spirit of wisdom. Pray for the spirit of wisdom. Wisdom is a spirit. It is the spirit that comes from the Holy Spirit. Ask God for that spirit of wisdom that any form of knowledge you have, knowledge of the word of God or even knowledge, natural knowledge, you'll be able to apply them, apply them for your benefit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Pray for the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. Come on, get busy, get busy. Pray that you will be a wise person. You'll be a wise, someone who is able to apply the promises of God and use the promises of God to to achieve progress and advancement and to see the wonders of God and the miracles of God. When we get into the word of God, when the word of God is revealed to us, then there are miracles produced, miracles of signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Wondrous things out of your law. Wondrous things come out of the word of God. Wondrous things come out of the word of God. Pray for the spirit of enlightenment, spirit of enlightenment, that you will be enlightened, you will be knowledgeable. Your spiritual understanding will be open. Pray, come on. Pray for your spiritual understanding to be open. Spirit of enlightenment. You'll be so informed, so informed about God, so informed about God, informed about the Father, informed about the Son, informed about the Holy Spirit, informed about angels, informed about Satan, demons, activities in the realms of the Spirit. You will have spiritual enlightenment. That the, the world in the realms of the spirit will not be dark to you. You will not be ignorant about the spiritual world around us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands and praise God. Ha ha. Morato salamrayento. Praise you, Father God. We glorify you, Lord. Hallelujah. Masute. This is what brings spiritual growth. When we, you get, it, get into these things and get into the word. And the Spirit of God begins to unveil things to you. And you know how to apply the word. Most of us even know the word that we are informed. But we don't even know how to apply the word for our benefit. Apply the word to get miracles to happen in our lives. That's what the Spirit of wisdom does for us. Spirit of wisdom is an anointing that comes upon you. And the word of God begins to flash and flood your heart and flood your soul and flood your mind. And you begin to proclaim and release the word of God and speak the word of God into certain areas of your life and effect certain changes because you have the spirit of wisdom. And those changes will be effected and powers will be broken and God will come through for you. 
and you, you, you begin to be bold and strong and full of faith and full, uh, full, full of courage and, 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 and full of the wonders and the miracles and the, and the blessings of God. Because the spirit of wisdom is upon you. Hallelujah. Lebrejito. That we can apply in the name of Jesus. And apply the blood of Jesus. And apply the power of the Holy Ghost. And apply the promises of the word of God. And great things will happen. Marosi mahato. Sike moshtayo. Lebrejento. Sopra yekeshtomaha. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to continue to pray. Let's uh, pray today. Let's pray. Um, pray some prayers before we leave the service today. Let's pray for all those of us in our church who are recovering uh, from ailments, sicknesses, and diseases. Uh, God is doing things for us, and we've seen advancement and progress. But let's lift up prayer that God, whatever God is doing, He will perfect it and complete it. All ailments, pain, and afflictions, sicknesses, and diseases. Pray that the power of the Spirit of God will crush every disease, every infirmity and weakness, pain and affliction out of our, our bodies and out of our bloodstream. If you know anybody else who's not well, say the name right now. Let's believe God for that person. We pray for perfection of healing, perfection of healing, completion of healing. Jesus' name, we declare that every organ in our physical bodies will be quickened and made alive. By the spirit of the living God, we declare that by the blood of Jesus and by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. We declare that pain and affliction be gone. We declare that weakness be gone. We declare that defects and infections be gone. We declare that every part of our physical body deteriorating be gone and that every part of our physical body be quickened. Our bloodstreams be cleansed in Jesus' name. Our hearts be quickened and made alive. Our arteries be opened up and cleansed. In Jesus' name, nerves and muscles to come alive. In the name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost should fall mightily upon each and every one of us. We rebuke diseases. We rebuke weaknesses. We rebuke infirmities. We rebuke attacks of Satan and demons. We crush diseases and weaknesses out of the physical body of any one of us. Um, among us in this church family. In Jesus' mighty name. Ashuka Murasucha. Thank you, Jesus, for the refreshing. Lift your hands, church. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for the refreshing. I thank you for the spirit of grace. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of revelation. In the knowledge of the Father. The Son and the Holy Spirit. And in the knowledge of the word of God. I thank you that my faith is built up. Activated and quickened. Made alive. I go out and I come in. In the confidence and in the boldness. Of Jesus Messiah. His grace is upon me. His protection is my portion. His anointing is upon me. In Jesus mighty name. I release miracles. Signs and wonders. And the favor of God. Upon my life. This week. And always. As I get into the word. And study the word of God. I will see the wondrous things. Of God's provision. Of God's miracles, God's signs and wonders manifested in my life. God is a true God. And I declare my spiritual eyes anointed by the eyes out that Jesus provides. My spiritual understanding enlightened in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, thank you for many blessings and many miracles. 
this week, this year, and always in Jesus' name. Shout amen. Praise the Lord God Almighty. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and share it with your loved ones. For more information about our church, make sure to visit our website at www.omegachurchcenter.org. God bless you.